Allow the stripping in 2021 to bring in the new in 2022. That is something that I wrote down for myself. Um, Happy New Year, friends. And um, it is a new year, but here's the thing. It's still you, right? I think so many times we're like, we have these new year resolutions or we, you know, we have, we write these things down that we want to, you know, fulfill in the next year or that we want to, you know, accomplish in, in our life for the next year. And I always tell some of my, you know, the women that I coach, I'm like, Hey, the year changes, but you don't change unless you make that choice. Like the year decided to make the choice, but you have to make the choice in order to change. And I'm just going to get really, you know, I'm going to go kind of deep and real here, um, on my personal journey in these past year and a half or so, um, and why the stripping is really important and something that I've had to do several times, but this past year I've really had to process the stripping and, and, um, I'm not talking like, you know, getting on the stage and and getting dollar bills, (laughs) I'm talking like real life stuff of the things that God's going to maybe strip you from. And maybe you have had that. Maybe in 2020, you were stripped of your job. You were stripped of, you know, the normal routine. And now you're stuck at home with your kids like I was. You know, you were you were stripped of all of the things that, you know, maybe they were external things um, and, and they were stripped from you. And we can fight it or we can allow God to do this stripping in our life in order to maybe, just maybe he's allowing this stripping in our lives to produce the new. And what this thought kind of came is um, we have some friends that are buying a house in Tennessee and they're super pumped to buy an old house and, and make it their own, like make it all new. And, you know, they're excited to tear down walls and, and strip the paint and all that. And one of the things that he said, and I was like, wow, that's so, it just kind of hit me in my life. And and this is where I'm going to kind of dive in today is he said, you know, there's a lot of really cool, beautiful, old things in this house, but it needs, it needs fresh new paint or it it needs a fresh new look. And he said, but man, the work it's going to take, and this is what he said. He's like, the work it's going to take to strip it all away is going to be the hardest part. He's like, adding the new paint, like that's, that's no problem, but man. And he was looking at all the things he's got to, he's got to strip. And he said, but, and he looks at me and he goes, it looks, <laughs> but you can't just slap new paint on old shit. And I'm like, wow. Like, just think about that in your life. You can't just put a mask on. You can't just mask the things in your life. You got to deal with the shit right? You got to deal with it. You can't just pile it, pile it up and then just be like, here's a beautiful pile of poo-poo and now I'm going to put a beautiful bow on it. No, it's at the end of the day, it's still poo, right? <laughs> so we've got to allow sometimes those things in our life, maybe those relationships, the the job, the 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 relationships, the friendships, the the title, the position that we've had, maybe, just maybe that season has come to an end and God is trying to bring in the new, but we have to allow the stripping in our life in order for that to happen. And the hardest part is stripping of the old paint. The easy part is bringing in the new because that's fun and that's exciting, right? But the hard part is digging in deep and saying, okay, God, I'm going to allow this stripping. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to trust that this is the best for me. And so I was going to share with you 
just kind of some of the things I went through. And, and I'm to be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of still going through it. It's still a process. And I appreciate and I'm so thankful for you all because um, this is really podcast and, and speaking is my jam. I love speaking. I love coaching. I love empowering women to to truly live their best life. But you can't help people if you're not willing to face those things for yourself, right? I can't sit here and preach to you about being stripped and God's going to do a great new thing if I don't really believe that for myself. And I, I feel like I've taken on more stripping this past year and a half to bring in the new because I, I can feel, I can feel what God is doing. Um, but it's been a it's been a healing process, and and I'm still, to be honest with you, going through it. But I want to share with you, just kind of not full dive in deep, but just a little piece of kind of where I was a year and a half ago um, in in part of the stripping process that God was taking me through, and and now how I'm how I'm overcoming those things and I'm seeing God do the new. And maybe just maybe in my story, there's maybe a piece of it that you're going to be like, wow, I can totally relate to that. And and that's that's what I'm dealing with. And this is going to hopefully, my hope and prayer is that this is this message helps you see that there is hope in in the hopeless things. And there's there's a new coming if you can just allow God to take off that old so that he can paint that fresh new thing that he wants to do in 2022. So about a year and a half ago, um, I, you know, let's go, let's rewind, wind. So I've built several businesses. Um, I've built a, a a huge multi-million dollar business where I was coaching thousands of women. I was the top leader in that company. Um, I became the top leader in that company within two years. I was able to replace my husband's Harvard MBA income, which was my goal. Um, in those few years there, and I was a I was a speaker. I mean, I became a top speaker for a lot of the the other teams that within the organization. Um, I led a team of you know close to over eight thousand people, um, men and women, and I was speaking on stages. And it then that platform kind of elevated me to then pursue my passion, which is health and fitness. So I became a bikini competitor. I won an entire show, my first bikini competition ever. I won the show. It sent me to a world competition. Um, It was there actually that I realized I don't want to do this, but I want to do an avenue of this, which is helping women live fitter lives from within, teaching them about your mindset and coaching women how to, you know, renew their mindset and their and their value and their worth and and who they are and if you begin to think different you'll begin to live different you'll eat different and so my husband and I created this amazing program it's called muscle and mindset is the company and then the course is called living fit from within I came up with the title myself I came up with all the content and we did all the videos put it into a course that you can buy to this very day and with that, then I, I jumped into an athletic leisure line, brand new athletic leisure line company, began once again coaching and all of that. But I want to pause right here. Um, when I decided to take that next avenue that fit perfectly in alignment with my health and fitness business, um, the friends that I had in my other company, um, I thought <laughs> I thought that those relationships were much deeper than business. Um, I thought that my friendships, some of my very close friends, I mean, that we had Christmases together and things, I I thought for sure those relationships were much deeper. 
um, than, than just, you know, a business. I thought they were, they were close friends and they were going to be friends for life. Um, but when I decided to pursue this other path, there was a lot of one insecurity in their own paychecks for some reason, um, insecurity in the fact that I was, I, the top leader was pursuing another career. Um, and I just, it was so interesting to me because my husband went to Harvard business school and he has so many friends that have these careers that they specialize in tech, for instance, and they're really big in the tech space. Say they go and work for Yahoo, right? They, they build their season in Yahoo. They, they go as far as they can with Yahoo, but then they're like, I've exceeded, I need to grow and I've stopped growing here. So then they go to Google. Okay. It's another company. It's another tech company. It's a competitor company, but no one cares. <laughs> like nobody cares. Like they're just like super stoked for them. Like go get it, get after it. I mean, there's obviously a couple people that are going to care, but for the most part, people keep cheering people on for the most part. But it was interesting for me, like looking back on, on, on it all, I was really taken back by the fact that you don't get support from people that you thought were really your friends. And they knew this was such an incredible opportunity for me, being that it matched so beautifully what my true passion is, which is health and fitness. And to be honest with you, I've tapped out in what I could do with my other business. And I just thought that was so interesting. Um, Now I think it's interesting. At the time, I was extremely hurt. But that was my first strip, which was of relationships that I, to be honest with you, put a lot of faith in. And they they maybe were a little bit too much of a place where I put too much faith in. People are going to let you down. My mom would always tell me, people will let you down, but God will never let you down. And, and that is so true. And so looking back, there were some friendships and relationships that I had that I did. I did put too much of my security in those relationships so that when they, when they collapsed and when I, when I was taken back by their behavior towards me, um, it was, it was super painful and it was super hurtful. And that was my first strip. Um, my, my second strip came later. It was, you know, that I, I had to let things go. I had to let go of, of what was in order to step into the new. In order to pursue this new business, I, I had to let go of what I had in order to step into this new position and this new thing that I, that I really felt God calling me to. The next stripping of 2021 for me was, and, it, and this is kind of all in the theme of trust, <laughs> um, was when I had my surgery um, now almost six months ago, you know, I put a lot of faith and trust in a doctor, um, a doctor that, to be honest, actually, I, I went to the best of the best. Um, he's done several celebrities, people from other countries that are like princesses fly in for this guy to have surgery um, on them, to operate on them. And and I I had a little area in my lower stomach from having kids. Um, I gained close to 100 pounds with my first son. And this loose skin always bothered me, so I really wanted to have it tightened. Um and I had a perfect time window to do that. So I went in to 
you know, I wanted to go the best, the best. I'm not going to just, it's my body. I want to make sure that I go the best. And I ended up going and having this surgery. And if you've been following my podcast, um, it was a, it was a nightmare. Um, I literally almost died. I, I didn't just get what I was told. I got so many more things. Um, I woke up to almost, um, actually uh, now officially, I woke up now to officially 10 scars. At the time, I didn't realize I had that many, but I actually have 10 scars on my body. I was supposed to have two. So I lost a lot of faith and trust in, in doctors that I, you know, you, you trust that these, you know, the doctors, their position, you're putting their faith and trust that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. Um, you, you never in a million years think that you're going to wake up from your surgery and see a bunch of cuts that never should have happened. Um, so that was my second. So it was like relationships, business, and now this like losing a lot of faith in humanity, if I'm just being honest. Um, then the second, then um, the third, we'll just keep going. The, the third strip for me um, was our, our landlord that we had at the time, we were renting our house in, in San Clemente area, um, California. And this was two months after my surgery. Okay. So two months after my surgery, um, after two weeks out of getting out of the ER, um, yes, my, my surgery actually landed me in the ER. If you haven't heard, that's part of my story. Um, our landlord calls us and says, Hey, um, we're, we just got this killer offer on our house that we're living in. I just, I, I mean, I can't not accept this offer. We're building a brand new house, but that new house is not going to be available for another 10 months. So I can actually in California break the lease on you if I move in. So I need you guys to move out. You've got 60 days to do so. And sorry, but I need you guys to move out, but I can move you back in, in like 10 months when our, when our new house is built. That was all in a text on a Saturday morning. And it was, it was, it rocked me because it was, he, we had him over for barbecues. Like I thought this guy was our friend and friends don't do that to each other. Like I, I, I couldn't, the people that I've told, like all of every single one, every single person that I've told this to every single one of our friends or just people that we've met in Tennessee and stuff, they're shocked. They're just like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I, I can't even believe someone would do that. I'm like, yeah, we have a friend actually that moved across the street from us here in Tennessee and their house was also being built. And they actually just moved in like a month ago because they've been building their house for like two years. And they wanted to move into their rental property. But they're like, we could not, there's like, there's no way we could do that to our tenants. So they actually um, rented their own house. They went and got a house. They rented that house until, until they could move in. And when they told us that story, go, oh, well, that's, that's you're nice, like you're nice landlords. So like, let, let me tell you what happened to us. And when I told them the story, they couldn't believe it. They're like, we couldn't, I couldn't, I can't even imagine like texting someone that. I'm like, yeah. So there was that stripping of like trust. It was like, oh my gosh, I can't even trust. Like when I sign a contract that this is our house for how, you know, two years rent, I can't even trust the fact that like someone could take my house within 60 days. Like someone could do that to us. Like, are you absolutely, are you serious? So it was like stripping of relationships and then business and then, you know, doctors. And then it was this. And it was like, are you, are you kidding me? So we, 
long story short, if you've been following my podcast, you know that I, I've now moved to Tennessee. So first it was upsetness. <laughs> and then I know that's not a word, but I was upsetness. And then, and then it was like, okay, God, what are you doing? Right. Going back to the stripping rather than saying like, boo hoo, woo was us. Where are we going to go? It was like, okay, God, once again, you're doing the stripping. You keep stripping things from me. Why? What do you want to do? What's the new thing you want to do? We're taking off the old paint and bringing in the new paint. So where do you want us to go? And then, you know, we ended up moving to Tennessee and it's been like the best thing. In fact, right now I'm talking to you, um, recording this podcast and I'm looking out my window and we're having our first snowfall and it's breathtaking. It's stunning. Um, my kids are so excited. This is the first place they've ever lived where it snows and my kids are like stoked, but it's, it's been the best. It's been the best move for our family, but it was still a strip because I absolutely love where we lived. Um, and we were comfortable. We were doing, we were doing great, you know, um, next strip. (laughs) So I go to Tennessee, I come back after a week looking for a house. We ended up putting an offer on a house. I came back and went to the gym the next day and in broad daylight in this super nice gym parking lot at 10 a.m., my car gets its window smashed and I get robbed. Um, they didn't take much because I didn't have much in my car. I literally had $100 in cash in my glove box. That's it. Um, but it was going back, you know, going to my car and seeing my car broken into, I cannot even begin to tell you how violated I felt. Um, and I, I remember sitting there and, and first I was like completely shocked that someone broke into my car. Like I couldn't believe it. There was glass everywhere, ripped leather, the whole nine yards. It was awful. And I, I fell to my knees and I just started bawling and I, and I cried out, like I wailed out to God, like you are taking everything from me. And it was in that moment, to be honest with you, I have never felt so alone. Like I felt like God left me. I don't know if you've been there, but where you're just like, I'm, I'm a good person. Like I, I, I'm a, I'm doing good things here. And yet life keeps punching me in the gut. And I don't know if I can take another hit. In fact, that's exactly what I told my husband. My husband came to the parking lot and he did all of it. It was amazing. He, he called the insurance, called, we had to get forensics out because there was blood on the window so they could get a, um, a sample of the blood so they could actually catch the guys that did it, um, which was good. Um, we had to have a tow truck come, get the car. I mean, it was, it was awful. And this is all like, literally we're moving in 30 days to Tennessee. I mean, I guess it, for me, it was like, wow, this is confirmation that we need to get the hell out of here. But it was still just like, I love my car. If you guys know about, I love my car. Like it's a Range Rover Sport, red interior. I bought it for myself. Um, I promised myself that if you got to a certain position, if I got myself, me personally, to a position with my income that, and I could still give to my clean water wells and I could buy a car that I want. Um, it was a red, a red interior, red, red interior, white Range Rover Sport in black roof, the panoramic glass, like the whole nine yards, the speaker, the cooler in it, the whole thing. Um, I promised myself I would do that for me. Um, and I, and so I was able to, this is something that I did for myself last year. And I love my car. So it was like, okay, God, I get it. You're taking my car. You're taking my house. You're taking where I live. You're taking my relationships. You're taking my position. You're taking my titles. You're taking every single thing from me. 
why. And I am now going to walk you through my process. So this has been a process. I mean, can you imagine? Like, this is just, I mean, I know that people have way worse things, um, but I just want to, this is, this is, I'm just sharing with you from me. This is my story. This is where I'm going through. And this was the stripping of 2021 for me, like really hardcore being stripped of everything and anything and all things and getting me to a place where what's really important. If you strip me of my title, you strip me up of my position and my leadership, you strip me of my income, you strip me of my different career paths that I had chosen, you strip me of where I live and what I love, you strip me of my house, you strip me of the car that I love, you strip me of my trust in humanity, you take all that away, what do you have left? And this is something that I wrote down. When God strips you of every single thing, what do you have left? It's amazing. It is amazing how blessed you begin to feel when you actually are stripped of external things. I am, I am alive. And even though I've got a ton of scars on my body, I'm healthy. I'm now able, I'm able to work out again. I, I can walk on my, on, my, on my two feet. I've got air in my lungs. I've got an incredible husband, beautiful, amazing boys. And that's all I need. And when you get stripped of all things, so many things that you took for granted become the most important things. And I realized that my car isn't really important. The, the title and positions, those aren't really important. The, the, the trust that I have in doctors, that can be restored. All of those things, they're not, they're not important. But my marriage and my boys and my health, those are important. And you know what's interesting? Money can't buy those things. The things that are really, really important, money cannot buy those things. And that that has been such a revelation for me. And I know that some of you are like, duh, Natalie, like that's the MasterCard commercial. Like this is priceless, right? But for me, it really took me down to a place of money can't buy the things that are the most important things. So if money can't buy those things and you're not so concerned about all of that, where does that leave you? And what do you want to do with what do you want to do with that? And so I wrote something down and I want to share this with you in my closing here is I started to write down like, what do I want in 2022? And I don't know about you, but I always have like a word for 2022. Like for each year, I always have like a word, like a mantra, like a theme that I always feel like God is, is taking me to. Um, and every year it's so crazy when I look back on my words for every single year, um, it's all been like the truth. And it was interesting because Last year, my word for 2021 was breakthrough. And I, I told my husband, I said, I think that God actually just wanted to do the breaking part. <laughs> he didn't want to take me through anything yet. He just wanted to break, 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 break. And, um, and now I'm actually, I get to go through. And, and, and 2022, it's about going through. And it's about the new. In order to get, in order to get a, a breakthrough, you have to have a breakdown right? You've got to, you, got to, you actually have to break things. Things actually have to be broken in order to be restored. And 
things need to be stripped. That paint needs to be stripped off the wall in order to become that fresh new paint on top. And you can't put fresh new paint on things that haven't been restored yet because you, you, you have to strip it to restore and put the new. And so something that I wrote down in, in my processing through, through all of the stripping is, is getting an anticipation and setting my mind and setting my heart in anticipation of the new, of the restore. And something that I've always, there, even if you read, you know, whether you believe or not, but for me, I believe in the Bible and in God's word. And I can go to it every time. And every time that he, he takes something away or he, he strips away things, he always brings it tenfold back to that person. And, and they, he, they get way better than they had before. And so I've, I've set that expectation for myself that 2022 is going to be double for my trouble. 2022 is going to be double for my trouble. I'm expecting a double portion of the breaking in 2021. And I just, I want you to take this time for yourself and maybe there's stripping that you've not allowed. You're fighting it. Maybe there's a relationship that God is literally trying to take from you and you keep going back to it. God's like, no, it's, it's time to strip that away for the new. Maybe there's a job that you, you absolutely hate, but you keep going to work every day and God is trying to strip that from you. You don't allow the stripping. He can't bring a new if you don't first allow the stripping. Whatever it may be, maybe there's several things like me. Maybe there's several things that God is trying to break, 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 break off of you in order to bring in that new, you have to be broken. You've got to allow those things to be stripping from, stripped from you in order for you to step into the new. And I truly believe that 2022 is a new. It's a fresh. It's, a, it's like that when you're really, really hot after a hike and then God sends that amazing rain. It's like that refresh. And I truly believe that 2022 is going to be that for so many of you, including myself, that it's going to be this year that you're going to look back and go, man, 20 and 20, 2020, 2021 were really hard. They were the drought years, but man, look at this rain that God is bringing and this fresh new harvest that's producing from the drought. But you have to get an anticipation for that, but you first need to strip the things in order for God to paint the new. So take that time today. Take time today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, take time, go into your closet if you have to. That's literally where I do a lot of my podcasts, true story. Um, Get into that quiet place, whatever that quiet place is, or quiet your mind and really get to the knit and gritty. It's going to be hard, but get to the deep, the core of who you are. Man, what are what are you wanting to strip from me, God? I'm going to allow it so that you can do a fresh new thing in 2022.